What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MCU Reviewed. Tonight, we are talking Black Widow. That is maybe one of the prettiest steelbooks, by the way, uh, of all of them, uh, for those who are watching at home. Yeah, I like that. I, I can't wait to dig into this movie to hear about your thoughts on it. It's a movie as a collective group. We have just not talked about that much, uh, but we're, uh, we're going to get everyone's opinion here. We'll get into where it stands in the MCU rankings later on in the episode. But first, we'll introduce our cast, Mr. Last of Us. John, I always love that shirt. It's just, it's simple. It's clean. It makes sense. But John, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about talking about Black Widow tonight? Dude, I could be playing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth right now, and I'm here talking about Black Widow. What is going on? Why am I here? On Vita. Yeah. Why am yeah, I here? Vita. I could be playing oh, on Vita. But, like, yeah, I, um, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm, we'll talk about this movie. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, JT, how are we feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited for it. I think I liked it more the second time than the first. So, excited to talk about it. I'll tell you what, I really enjoyed this, uh, watching this last night, but uh, we'll get into more of that. Platinum King, Mr. Rashawn Anderson. Making his Rashawn. Return, return to the show, dude. Yeah. Return to the show. Yeah, MCU oh, review, baby. It, it only Let's makes sense it. on the day. Member. Think, think, think of this in the irony here. So Rashawn, I teased in the group earlier that um, FedEx has joined my list. So... If you've watched Rashawn in the past, uh, on Busy Sticks more so than here, uh, he's he's got a bit of a, hey, don't do that list. Uh, FedEx is on there. And for me, the irony is, it's regarding Final Fantasy. So, oh, no. I, uh, it's Best Buy. I, order, I pre-ordered my copy for, uh, for Rebirth. And I get a notification around 10 o'clock that it shows up. I'm at work, so I'm excited. Today is the windiest day, by the way, that we've had in months. We've had some doozies this year. So um, I get home. It's nowhere to be found. I can't find it anywhere. They typically drop it inside the door of my garage. They didn't do it this time. It's in a very light box that they put right outside my door. Lauren had no idea where it went. <clears throat> She's like, I didn't even know they were here. So I... I get out of my work suit and I'm putting on like my coat and scarf and I'm all mad and pissed off. I'm like, I got, I better go find this. So help me. So help me. Um, it was a few hundred feet back in, in my yard. Hundred. Yes. Was it near so one of I, your I, seven sheds? Yes. I was right near that one <laughs> dumpy shed. I took pictures of it. I'll send you guys later. One of where it was and then one from the perspective to show you how far back it was. And that could have just been gone. Like, I would have lost it, let alone not been able to play Rebirth on the day it came out. So, oh my gosh. I was so, so mad, Rashawn. Like, are you kidding me? This light little package you put right outside when they always put it in the door. They let you down when you need it, when you need something, when you really need something. They're perfect when it's something, oh, it's a little thing or something you don't really need that, you know, right away. When it's something that you are, you are craving or something that you were in desperate need of, that's when they let you down. It's sad. And a $70 game at that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, what mm -hmm. am I going to do if it blows away? Stupid. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, something tells me I shouldn't go to McDonald's this week either. <laughs> anyway. Kensington. Not on Kensington. <laughs> We're talking Black Widow today. I digress enough. 
Let's go first impressions. John, uh, I know it doesn't seem like you're so hot on this movie, but you know, give us your, your quick take here. This movie is so incredibly mediocre that it's frustrating. It's just so, so <laughs> mediocre. Um, it's it's fine. It's it's just it's it's acceptable. It's watchable, but there is nothing special about this movie. There are so much potential for it. The cast of characters is so cool. The through line with with uh, Natasha and Yelena is a really good through line. But all of the major plot points throughout this movie are so stupid. Like they're so like how do like what's the MacGuffin we can choose to make to to switch this plot up as fast as possible? What's like what can we pull out of nowhere to change this up? It, it's so I'm gonna get into more specifics as we go through. It, it's frustratingly mediocre. Um, and, and Black Widow deserve better. It's watchable. It's not something I'm never going to watch again, um, but it's, it's not a good movie. <clears throat> JT? I think they were just so closed in with her already being dead, right? I mean, Endgame had passed already. Right? No, I'm sorry. Infinity War had passed already. No, Endgame had passed already. This is... This is... Well, Endgame had passed already, yeah. You, right? Are you talking well, timelines well, or release date? Timeline. Timeline, this is after uh, Civil, Civil War. War. Before, yeah. <clears throat> no, it, no. I'm sorry. Really, really state. Yeah. So this, this is, is after. We already know she's dead. And right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. At this point, at this yeah, point, the post, credit, the post credit scene is her, think, her grave. Yeah, yeah, it's her. Yeah, it's okay, her grave. Right. So at this point, we we knew we knew though that she was dead during game right throughout the entire movie, and the plot line itself was kind of had to be closed in. It had to be separated from everything else in the MCU. That's fine. It, but where else could they go with it? I, I think for I, what it was and what they were given, I don't think there's any more development we needed from the top. Not, not my issue with the movie. Uh, what, what's the issue? I don't, I don't... We'll go into plot points. I think that yeah, the, yeah. I think that the setting, the the overall, the the characters, what they, the, the story they were trying to tell, all fine on paper, absolutely fine. The actual plot points and the the story arcs and like, I'll just go. I'll just I'll just I'll just pull one out right away because we're we're kind of going a little bit deeper than well, we, we usually point. do on first impressions. But like, the the whole the the big bad of this movie, uh, Drakov is his name. Mm -hmm. We're led to believe that she killed him in a bombing. They gave us the most unclear answer as to whether or not he's actually alive in that conversation with Yelena. She's like, so, oh, did you really check the body? And Natasha's like, yeah, I for sure. Like, yeah, he's dead. And then they just leave the scene and we're like, is he still alive? And then they just treat the rest of the movie like we're supposed to just know he's alive. They just start showing the dude. It's like... That was the like I don't understand how you how you wrote that that way and then they use the same exact twist again with his daughter. They set the whole the whole thing up. It's like no, you didn't you didn't actually kill him. You killed his daughter. You should feel bad. Nope, she survived too. What the, what are like we that whole doing? Thing, the whole the whole mission was was it, was, was for, well I can't so say bad. it's for nothing. I was gonna say it's for nothing. It can't be for nothing because she got away. She got to the Avengers. That's what she wanted to do. Right, or just get a bit away. But, You're telling but, me she can't punch him because yeah. he she smells his pheromones, bro? No, no way. That's a real plot point. This movie's mediocre. Like to the I, end I degree. I don't. Into, I don't feel the same at all. I don't. On most I, of yeah. that. Uh, which is fine, obviously, but yeah, I, I don't know. JT, any, anything else? I mean, to... I, we can go again, we'll get more into the plot points. We can talk more on it, but you know, just first impression wise, I, I don't think it was, it was as bad as John is trying to say in a sense. I don't even think you're saying it's really bad. You just it, don't like no, certain, right. 
pieces of it throughout the plot and i get that it frustrated me because um, like i do love natasha and i love that she got her own right. movie and i love yelena what a cool character and i love david harbour's character um red what's crimson red guardian, red guardian. <laughs> i think Crim- yelena, red guardian yelena joked something. that it was like crimson crimson, crimson, crimson dawn right i think she like joked dawn about that yeah. i loved right, every right. character that was like in this movie so it had so much like i enjoyed most yeah. of it but like you get to these main plot points and they're just like that was so easy that it's just like it doesn't even make sense that you made that decision and that was it happened three or four times throughout the movie where i'm just like i'm rolling my eyes at the decisions and i'm like natasha deserves better black widow deserves better than this i mean to a degree i just think of where this movie should have been done before infinity right thank you that's that's like there was no reason to do this after maybe they had the ability to do a little more with it maybe they can get some cameos cap show up somehow given what we got i agree with that but like on on paper i love the story of her running from uh from the u.s government after the events of civil war and trying to figure out i love exactly the timeline within it for sure i was hyped about that that. at the the end of the movie when she takes off and the the avengers theme plays like um there's a lot i like about this movie a a ton i like about this movie right but there's more that is just like head scratching to me yeah for sure Sorry, one more thing. Sorry, with the first impressions. Yeah, go ahead. Yelena uh, was the star for me throughout the entire movie. Hundred percent. Yeah. Over Black Widow, she again right transition to the new Black Widow. She's the new one, right? Um, that that's my last one. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Uh, Rashad, what what do you think of the the movie overall? I don't know what y'all talk about, man. Besides Endgame, like this is this is it. Can't we get a straight fit? Um, the Which movie is, is the definition of mid like i don't think i i don't i hate it as much as john but if i i mean i can't even think of anyone that's super high on the movie <laughs> to be honest not not just with our friends but even like any anyone that i follow on the internet or anyone that i just know personally i can't, I can't think of a single person i was like oh this movie's great um i think the consensus is that it's mid or bad um i'm on the mid side of things i think for me jjt kind of hit it on the head my whole thing from the moment the the credits rolled on this movie for me. I thought this when we got the synopsis before the movie came out, but mainly when once I saw it, I'm like, why is this coming out in 2021? Like, not the fact that not because of COVID, because it would have came out like a little bit earlier, but like, why is this movie made post a post face or like this movie? If this movie this movie should have come out in 2017, 2018, or like. Heck, this could have been like a part of the bridge movies between Infinity War and Endgame. Like they're they're they're, they're just I just feel like this the movie by the time it came out the 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 buzz for I feel like the buzz for a Black Widow movie would have, was at its all time high after Age of Ultron and they gave you a snippet into um a little bit of her backstory but it makes sense for this to be post uh i I like the the setup of it how it's post civil war running from um from ross and the government i love that but then just the execution and the entire movie i'm just sitting there like i i chuckled a few times with some jokes and some of the things that that were that were made but like besides that was i really invested like if i had to really evaluate was I invested in this storyline? Not at all. Um, See, this this I felt like a an epilogue, a, right? right? Yeah, he had a better epilogue with Spider Man. Uh, uh, no way home. Yeah. I'm sorry, not no, uh, or was it No Way Home? Far from all home. these homes. Far from home. They too many homes. I I, I um, think this was that. such a this like to me this is obvious. This was a 
a, a, a filler. This was the MCU just finished their biggest saga that they'll ever probably do. And they they had a contract for a second Spider-Man movie. And that was really, really good. Any, you know, that was going to happen regardless. And this was their, all right, let's buy some time before we really have to go into the next phase and really have to set up the, the next, you know, the legacy of what the MCU would be. Let's, let's, let's give one of our most beloved characters uh, her own movie. Let's do, let's, let's tell a fun story. I think it really suffered because of the pandemic. The fact that it, it was delayed and didn't come out quickly. We didn't have time to kind of just like stay in that MCU flow and just digest another movie pretty quickly. All the anticipation for the, the return of the MCU to the big screen after the pandemic, like and for it to be Black Widow, for it to be a movie that was pretty much just filler. You know, I think that expectations are there. But last thing I'll say about my impressions, I think this movie is closer to bad than it is mid but i'm closer i'm closer to liking it than disliking it and that that's the quality of the movie versus me liking the mcu and me really liking natasha romanoff i think it's almost a bad movie but i sort of like it that's kind of like the two different spectrums that where i feel and think about this movie so this movie should have come out technically you know if the world didn't come to a halt uh, it would have been about a year after Endgame. So Endgame was April of 2019, and this would have been slated for May, I think, uh, of 2020. And it kept getting delayed oh, yeah, and pushed and all that. It so it, it would have been a year. There would have been a break. We had Spider-Man in July after Endgame, and then there would have been nothing for a bit. See, I kind of feel like this was a nice return. This was a, oh my gosh, we didn't get an MCU movie for the first time ever in a year um, since like 2009 because of the pandemic. So we went all of 2020 without any new Marvel content. You know, we come back in early 2021 with WandaVision. We get uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon. And that's all fine and dandy. And, you know, say what you want about some of those series. But we get to finally, we get to July and this this drops. And I was excited. I'm like, what a nice return. This is a good way to come back. There's not super high stakes, obviously. It's a character we all know and love that always wanted to get her own, her to have her own movie. Um, it, it's it, I don't know. It worked for me for that standpoint. In terms of my overall impressions of it, um, I like this movie. I, I had fun with this movie. And I think it's because of some of the things I said. I kind of went in feeling like this is like a send off. It's like a, a nice kind of epilogue. She gets some time in the spotlight aside from just being a part of the Avengers. This is a nice focus story. It gives us more insight into what her family looks like. I love her and Yelena. I love the family dynamic. Those characters are hysterical. Yeah, You'll I find agree. in my notes that a lot of the things I say are probably not really plot points. They're more funny quips and jokes that just had right. me going. Um, I think that was a strong little ensemble there. Um, obviously, the story at the end of the day, we, we, we know what happens predominantly after when it comes to the, the Natasha. So we know that there's not going to be anything high stakes. And I'm not saying that that is okay to excuse... Um, or lower expectations for a story just because it's a prequel of sorts. But I, I just didn't have issues with it. I don't think, you know, you, I go guns a blazing and put this in the top 10, but I, I'm, I'm firmly in the, in the middle. Um, I would say when it'll come to our rankings uh, as we get later in the show. So, you know, I'm curious to see as we get through the notes, if the vibes change at all. Sometimes I feel like that happens sometimes not, but uh, you know, we'll get to it. In, in a few moments, we're going to queue up the trailer for the movie. John will, will do that for us. We'll watch that and, uh, and listen to it at home. Uh, but the, the box office numbers for this. So this came out, as we mentioned, it was July of 2021. So this is the first MCU movie back in theaters. 
this movie comes out. It's the first uh, first one to do day and date with Disney Plus, but you didn't just get it on Disney Plus. You had to pay the $30 for kind of the premiere uh, to watch this. So you could watch it that one time. Um, do you guys have any idea off the top of your head what it might have done from a box office standpoint? It's kind of hard to gauge, I think. I have the number, but you know, any any guesses at all? John, you were... I didn't know what I forgot. By two two twenty, maybe something like that. Okay, JT. Uh, about two fifty. I was thinking, yeah. Uh, Rashad, you got a number? Two hundred. So it did three seventy nine. It's not bad. <laughs> no, it's not terrible. <laughs> right? Like at People that were point in time, thirsting to go back to the movies. Yeah, right. So, right. To put it in perspective, the Marvels just did two oh six. So. Wow. Okay, that's, there's that's something to be said. Insane. And I that know, is insane. I know where we are with the MCU right now, and like I understand, and I, I understand, and, and I don't understand because we're not. Oof, that's crazy. That is crazy indeed, but it's a fascinating thing to look at. It's funny because it's like it broke all these. Uh, the, the the one article says it broke all these pandemic uh, records, and I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right. Movies were back for like a month or two. Like, chill out, everybody. It was that or a Quiet Place Part Two. That's all you had. Seriously. I think I think there was a, a, a 007 movie that was also shelved for a year. There was, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there was that, and then, um, oh my gosh, there was a Christopher Nolan movie. What was that? Tenet. Yes. Tenet. yes. That, but that was also Day and Date uh, Digital. So kind of interesting, right? There's a bit of an experiment there with the Day and Date uh, going on for that. Um, we'll go around before we go to the trailer. We, I know pre-show, we kind of all struggled to remember this, and it's funny because this only happened about three years ago. Uh, but we can call to like Infinity War and some of those other temple movies and just be like, oh yeah, this is when I saw it. This is how many times, you know, we're all done. John, do you remember that first viewing for Dude, this? Dude, 2020, March of 2020 to like summer of 2021 was four years. That that was like three and a half, four years of my life. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't <laughs> care what you're saying. Like that was, that that's how much I aged during that time. That's how slow felt time felt. Like that was, that was about three and a half, four years. Um, I so yeah we 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 talked pre-show we're like wait a minute who did, was this even in theaters it was it was definitely Disney Plus they did the premiere thing did we see it I had to go back to my Regal tickets and see if I saw this in theaters and then, I'm, then I saw the ticket realized I saw it day one I'm like okay I, I now I remember a little bit me and Courtney me and my wife went to see it um it was it was not our first movie back A Quiet Place Part Two was our first movie back um but oh yeah I was excited to see the the very you know the first Marvel movie since the world's opened up again in theaters so yeah we definitely we definitely saw it in theaters um I remember coming away with it coming away from it higher than I am now I was like yeah that was you know we're back to the MCU that was a fun Natasha story I remember having some of the same gripes with the the plot like none of the you know, half the stuff didn't make sense half of the decisions and the MacGuffins and the things that moved the plot along you know were were nonsense um second watch brought those out a little bit more for me um but yeah, it was uh, it, the fact that I had to re- remember and struggle to remember if I saw this in theater says a little bit. For sure. JT, how about you? Yeah, same same as John, right? Like I literally before, before this, I was saying, like, did we watch this in theaters or not? Like we're all kind of questioning each other, figuring out if we watched it together. Um, then thinking it, it came out on my birthday, which, uh, July 8th. But I watched it the day after with a bunch of buddies or whatever. Uh, first impressions kind of feel bad but i don't really remember them specifically right i kind of hadn't watched the movie again since then this is my rewatch now um i i do remember coming into the theater the experience i didn't know it was different, but um just excited that we're watching another marvel movie right and then at the end of it it's like okay maybe we could have done another story and i have to do another uh 
you know, basically for someone that pat that died already, right? So, yeah, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Rashawn, how about you? Um, yeah, this was second viewing. Um, yeah, I hadn't watched it since since it came out, and I think I, I just think I think that's just the tale of the. I think that's the tale of the tape with this with this movie. I think you just watch it, and you don't need to watch it again. It's just, it's just there. And then you're watching it, and you're just, with you're just movie, watching. I think you're just like no emotion. You're just watching it. Mm, like, I had fun just, with it. I, I had fun with it. Just don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, emotion, yes, to a degree, Rashad. Like I definitely agree. You know, like there's no stakes to it. We all knew what what the end game was. No pun intended, right? In, in a sense, yeah. But, um, the family you know, I, dynamic was I, great. I will say, yeah, that. That's I mean, was it was. Great, I will say, I feel I was, like it's a movie like like that you can throw on on TNT and kind of enjoy it. Because, for sure, there's right? a, there's like, action. There's some funny clips. There's action. There's 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 fun quotes. Elena's everybody amazing. loves David Harbour. Elena's great. Elena's adorable I mean, and hilarious. Like yeah, right. all, all, and, and obviously Scarlett Joe's always been great as the character. She still was herself through this, right? Because yeah. there was that little for me at least. But uh, for for Infinity War specifically, the Chasa wasn't really the same to me. And I get there was whole mm. you know three years of a gap between Civil War and that. Um, but that was the Natasha that we knew, right, in Black Widow, and that we see saw develop throughout the MCU. I I in theaters. So this this would have been my second movie back. I saw a Quiet Place too. Um, Getting to this, seeing the montage, that MCU montage at the beginning, like brought a tear to my eye. I was choked up. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm back. I haven't seen, I haven't been to a, a Marvel movie in a theater for almost exactly two years. Mm-hmm. And what a long two years it was, right? That's As crazy. John just yeah, alluded to. Right. After getting two or three a year yeah. for year after year after year. And then we just went with that lull. So I was so excited to be back. Um, I, I walked away saying, hey, that was fun. I enjoyed it. And then I saw it again when it came out on Blu-ray. Um, and then a third time here for, for this uh, show here. So yeah, um, I'm definitely higher on it vibe-wise than JTM might be tied with, but but John and Rashawn, you know, I I enjoyed it, so we'll get into it. John, I'm gonna, um, you want to get the trailer ready for us? I've got it. You guys got it ready for you guys? Mm-hmm. Ready for yourselves? All right, go ahead and play the trailer. I used to have nothing. Is that what we are? It's good to see you too, sis. What brings you home? We have unfinished business. We have to go back to where it all started. 
has. One thing's for sure. It's gonna be a hell of a reunion. Still fits. Family. Back together again. You got fat. May of 2020. You sure about that? You sure about that? Um, I remember seeing that trailer and feeling pretty similar to the way I would eventually feel after my first viewing. I'm like, you know, that's that that's going to be a standalone <laughs> Natasha story. They're going to try to introduce some new characters. I love David Harbour. You'll hate the same school. And that was basically my takeaway from the, from the movie. Man, I... I probably watched that trailer so much in anticipation of finally seeing it, by the way, right? Because it kept getting delayed. But also because when we finally had what felt like a kind of locked-in date, uh, which would be in July of 21, I watched it a lot going, hey, I'm going to see a movie. This is going to be great. Um, so I, I like that trailer. I would also say that it matches how I feel about the movie, which is also higher. Any, any takeaways, JT? Yeah, honestly, I, I do remember one thing from watching the trailer that I was really excited about, but ended up not coming to fruition in the movie. Taskmaster. Not the same iteration as the comics for me, right? You know, for whoever's yeah. a comic person or not. Um, I agree. Yeah. The, you know, not to get too deep into it, we'll probably go in a little bit, but Taskmaster did not use technology like that to really learn all the Avengers moves, right? He kind of just, it's a, I think he had, what, what do you call that? Kind photographic of, uh, memory photographic memory use that yeah um so that, i remember being a little upset about that compared to the i was hyped right and, um you know moments that that i think came to fruition in a movie for sure rashad anything to take away from that honestly no i i don't um i don't remember watching that trailer i know i did i just don't, i don't remember watching it but watching that now i mean that was that was that was that was, that was pretty good i, I could probably just imagine just being excited to see what was next you know obviously that trailer came out obviously you know covid wasn't wasn't a thing um well it was a thing but it wasn't you know it wasn't a pandemic um but i i probably my feelings for that was probably somewhat of the effect of just like okay like first of all wow we're finally doing a black widow movie a little late in my eyes but we're doing it okay better better late than never um at least so i thought and then um <laughs> And then from there, um, just trying to see what was next for the for the MCU. But um, obviously, um, watching that trailer, you know it had to be a prequel. And I'm always hit or miss with prequels. I'm not one of those people that completely hate on prequels because they're prequels. But I feel like, especially for something as long running as the MCU, if you're going to do a prequel, like you better do it right. And it was Marvel. It's Marvel and Disney. I'm like, okay, like if anyone's going to do it right, it's them. Um, and then when we got, we got what we got. Well, let's let's dive into to notes here. Um, it's it's not a crazy long list. Um, think about if you don't already, you know, your favorite non-title character and maybe your favorite moment or two or quote, anything like that. Um, and I'm sure you know uh, some of it here will will spark some of that. So, uh, like I already mentioned, we got the return to the theater. We got that first MCU montage. I remember even before that, going back to WandaVision, 
watching that first episode in January of 21 and getting that on screen. Just I was sitting alone in my living room. Seeing that come up was was chilling. I texted John and I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, I haven't seen this in forever. It feels Mm. like um, at least from something new. And it was just special. I think the the intro flashback is pretty good. It takes its time, but it's nicely paced with showing uh, Natasha and Yelena as girls and showcasing really where they were going, what they were getting into, the horrible, brutal treating of all these young girls, by the way, which kind of sets the standard for the movie. Like That's painful to watch, uh, but it also showcases a little bit of the, the relationship um, that we're going to get between the sisters there. Uh, William Hurt is back again uh, as Secretary Ross, just kind of a, a dude that's you know always seemed seemed to be around in those movies, dating all the way back to The Incredible Hulk in two thousand eight. I love when movies or, or franchises do that, um, you know, especially for someone who's not a super prominent character. So that was pretty cool. Do we know if this was his last? Was this his last movie? Movie, maybe, maybe. maybe second, second to last, maybe. That I was when he came up on screen. I was like, oh man, was this his last movie? I think was... there was another one. Maybe there was, was like maybe one. one more, but definitely last. Uh, it was definitely the last MCU project. Uh, I th- no. I think that's what okay. was it. I think there was, was there was one more. Oh, but there was, there was one more. Things. Uh, IMBD is my friend. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find this <laughs> yeah. out. We're gonna get to the bottom. The other was uh, the Ross and Wakanda Forever. He wasn't anything else. Wakanda Forever. Okay. Yeah, that was the so last was, one. That makes. But sense. it wasn't him. It wasn't. No, it was Young Ross. Yeah, he did a movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, that was a DH Young Ross. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't yeah, his, in anything else. His last. Yeah, this was his last big budget movie because the other mm-hmm. movie was The King's Daughter in oh. 2022 and some TV series Goliath and Pantheon and then uh. Gotcha. That was. Was it? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, well played last. Uh, less rendition on screen here in the MCU. Uh, we, we know the movie ties in right after Captain America Civil War, you know, the greatest Captain America movie, obviously. Um, we get we see the hair dye for uh, Infinity War. I love that little tidbit there, you know, a little bit earlier in the movie. Uh, that first fight sequence between Natasha and Yelena, uh, when we see them meet after all these years. Dude, let's talk about that just for a second. Like, they're so well-trained. They're both so talented in what they do. They're both fierce, right? But they're like equals. And it comes down to almost like a dance, move for move. Like, what a nice introduction for Yelena, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. That was super cool. Great chemistry between the both of them in general. They're, sure. Yeah, yeah. their chemistry is incredible. I love those two together. They are outstanding together. I got to say, like, they nailed that casting. And for her to catch up, so to speak, to Scarlet after her having done Black Widow for all these years. It, that was not easy to do, I would imagine. Yeah. I, I would argue she's probably the best transition to an Avengers hero to the new Avengers, quote unquote. I think I think uh mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld is close. So no, I'm taking I'm taking Florence. Yeah, I'd, I'd take, I, I, right, I'd take I was, Florence. I, I would still think Florence. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's close. Yeah. yeah. No. But I think I think Florence is the, the best transition that everybody just is like, okay, this is this is another Scarlet. Like we're we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see some, you know, quote unquote, red in the ledger showcasing uh, Natasha going after Drakov's daughter, which obviously we find out, you know, it didn't totally end. But that that's an interesting thread, right? To like have to go after a child. Oh, my gosh. That's showing a really dark past for her, mm-hmm. uh, which gives more perspective to how far the opposite way she swung as we get, you know, closer to the years that that made her an Avenger. 
Uh, so I would say is... it provides more context to some of those scenes in the first Avengers too, because you get you get so many scenes in the early days of the MCU where she's talking about how like bad of a person she is, but you you have no context. You can infer, but you don't you don't have context to what yeah you didn't see any of it to do yeah, right yeah. right you've, where this this you get that you get that context like you, oh, you've man, only like, seen her if, be like a, a master manipulator and interrogator stuff like that you've never seen her kill a child and things like that right like, except, I, right i gotta right. i gotta i gotta go back to it i get again i'm sorry you brought up red in the ledger when when david harbour says red in the ledger specifically i'm like how would he know to use that phrase specifically the most meaningful phrase that she shared with her close friends and family about having read read in her ledger, and he just flippantly uses that same phrase. Eye roll moment for me. Eye roll right, moment. She hasn't seen each other. Haven't not yeah. seen each other in twenty she, years. She was yeah. twelve years yeah. old, right? Like, right. She, yeah, right. right. That right. wasn't like she was on, on national television. That. Oh, dude, I, I saw that right away. I'm like, they really just reused that line and, and like tried to have like a bit of a connection yeah. to that. That was terrible. I think about that. that was a good uh, I don't. Th- I don't think it was that bad. It was but terrible. I, I um, Natasha. Or I'm sorry, Yelena making fun of her pose is absolutely amazing. That's that amazing. Yes, That's amazing. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Natasha then, not too many minutes later, making fun of Yelena's vest, only to come around and kind of be like, "Oh, oh it's fine," and her be like, "Right, dude." Like, and so, <laughs> just to show you, I'm not all negative, right? Like, I'm usually not a fan of those. Like, oh, here's a thing that was just in another movie. Let's make that thing mean something. Like in like Solo, the dice. I'm like, why, why are these dice important? You didn't explain these at all. These stupid dice are just hanging around. Like, I know he has them in the original trilogy. You didn't do anything in Solo to, to make me care about these dice. But the vest was pretty cool. That's the vest that she was wearing in Civil War. And like, yeah, I, I like them bringing this back and making it a thing. That was that was cool. It is super cool. And it means something with the, the connection and just their, their humor. Um, I put that this is kind of like a sister buddy cop movie. Um, I, I really love them together. We kind of just touched on that. Um, how about when we we get to re-meet the Red Guardian? And he's getting a tattoo of himself. It's so good, <laughs> like, man. David Harbour is so good in this movie, man. Telling, yes. all, these, oh, telling all these stories about Captain America that he never <laughs> met. Just, he, he, just 80, he was 83. He was still in the ice, man. I will argue that he is talking about the Captain America from Winter, uh, Winter Soldier. What's, um, like no way. Brad, he, Bradley. Bradley. I think he's talking about he's Bradley, 100%. So, he's so obviously 100%. obsessed with this fake narrative that he's the... No way. Know, he's the Soviet no. Captain America. Yeah, no. No, the, the, Bradley, the, the fake you. narrative that they're adversaries. They're resp- he's like, oh, I, I like to think that we're adversaries, but we have this mutual respect. Like, dude, Steve Rogers doesn't know you exist. <laughs> I, my next bullet point was Alexi's obsession with, with Cap, which, you know, we covered. <laughs> yeah. How about the... So they all sit at the table for the first time. I, I almost it was almost a spit take for me. I don't I don't know why it caught me off guard, but the family dynamic when he says listen to your mother, like that's not their mother. <laughs> right. But they all just go along with it and they get mad like a real family would. It's so damn funny. It's cute. Scarlet, and then, just, Scarlet just sits up right away, like I'm slouching. And then when Alex, Alexi looks at her and goes, I've been in prison for a while. I have a lot of energy. I that, 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 that got me. That got me a lot of energy. But it's such a funny thing because they're not really a couple, but right. they act like one. And there's a there's an actual attraction there, which is so damn funny. For sure, it's right. this awkward mom and dad energy that they play into so good, and it's so funny. Like that, I love that whole scene. Um, I will say right after that, it turns 
at, so same scene, it takes a 180 and it gets serious. And Yelena counting on that as a real family and saying it was real to me is so sad. Yeah, like, that, yeah that, that, like, don't that, take that from me. Don't yeah. don't say that wasn't real. That's all I have, right? Like that's that's tough. That is brutal for yeah. especially understanding these kids, seeing that intro sequence, seeing them getting ripped apart, and then all the stuff that they had to do over time that is just so bad. Like for her to have that that heart. Hey, never take your heart, right? Like that that's so sweet. They did a good job in that opening scene showing how Natasha understood that this was an assignment and that she knew that this wasn't forever. But Yelena was so young. Like she was so incredibly young. Like that was her real life. She that was that was her family. Yeah. Like she yes. she didn't want to leave the house without without her shoes. She wanted to make sure she got her favorite song in the car. Like she was a little kid with a family. She didn't know it was. This is still on. so cool too, John. Like although Natasha knew it was an assignment, still had the bond all of them right mostly yeah. Yelena, yeah, she, but and, uh, i think they, her and, and taking the gun away like all, right you know for sure cool to see it, yeah and they, they, did, they did a good job showing her trying to suppress that like throughout the movie and yes. trying to like deny that that struggling was ever real yeah you know struggling yeah. with the fact that it actually was real even though it was only three years and she was like what 12 years old or whatever she was right it, it, you know that was a real connection I think that matters too because they're kind of trained to not get attached, right? At like all. they're they're supposed right. to be these stone cold assassins. So for them to have that pull still, despite all of the brainwashing and everything they've gone through, is is kind of amazing. Um, so I thought there was nice depth to those characters when they could have just been passengers in this movie. Um, right. Really, really nice job with the execution. Speaking of song, right? The Miss American Pie thing is is really sweet. Just how that that all comes together. Um, that that's a nice moment in in the room after you know right before all hell breaks loose. Uh, I I gotta imagine we're all, we're probably all on the same page here. What what are the thoughts on this rendition of Taskmaster? I actually don't hate it that much because like we're coming from we're coming from the perspective that the MCU is already so far. They've already told their own story so far. So if they're going to bring in some of these kind of like legacy characters and villains, um, they have to they have to have their own spin. Like it has to be something that fits into the MCU. It can't just be this guy that like existed and who was a copycat. Like where was he the entire time? Right. Like there has to be a, a reason for him just to be popping up now and for him to have circumstances or her off as we as we learn. Um, it didn't bother me. I thought I thought that was a fine a, a fine twist for the Taskmaster. We saw some cool action. Uh, it, it was never going to be a villain that was going to live on and, you know, be a, a, a tentpole for an MCU story. So I, I didn't hate it, but I also am not, the, you know, the biggest guy who cares about them being faithful to the comics. JT, yeah. um, I, more of what a comics we, guy. Yeah, more, I say? mean, the, just specifics of of how the taskmaster operates right you know with the photograph memory so on and so forth i think the character is great for what the mcu spun it as you know intimidating able to keep up with a red guardian who could literally kick a freaking uh giant metal door down. I don't even think Cap could do that, to be honest. Well, so, yeah, you know, it's the same just, serum. They should be able to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I, I haven't seen him do it, but you know, either right. way, it just, you know, <laughs> I, I think uh, for me, it wasn't that big a deal, and I think they were able to spin it spin it in a good way, like yeah, said, for sure. And I think the tech thing makes sense, because, like, that's what the, the Black Widow program is all about. It's all it's all about tech, whether it's eye-rolling right. tech, right. like, pheromone detecting violence, or, you know... Yeah, and it even speaks to the general MCU, where, like, like uh... Tony Stark upgrading Cap's ability to get the shield on his arm without having to go grab it, right? Like right. little tech additions that help, you know, make it make more sense, I guess, for the MCU. Yeah, I mean, these are superhero movies, right? So it's like, all right, there's got to be yeah. a little bit of a degree I, of that. Additions so, to it, for sure. You, you guys yeah. opened a door that I kind of want to talk about here. So, like, 
I have a point that this movie is my sticking point with like, you know, it's a superhero movie. Let's, you know, suspend disbelief and things like that. There were so many moments in this movie where I'm like, no, I'm not giving you a pass on that. Like I, when it's a Captain America movie and I'm on the third one and I have established that I like this and you've given me a reason to like maybe give you a pass, I'm fine with that. But in, in, in this movie, when I don't know anything about the widows and I really don't care about that, when you're using the stupid masks, those stupid masks that you can just change who you are as an entire person. I hate the fact that they throw that technology around when, when Natasha and the mom can just switch like that. That's like a frustrating plot point for me. Like you can use that whenever you want. If like it, it to me, it's too it's too easy. That frustrated me. The whole pheromone thing. It's like I can't commit violence against this man because of the way he smells. Like. I can't get there. If 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 this was the third movie and and I and like and I and I and I had spent time with the widows and I learned a little bit about technology and I started to respect what their decisions and stuff like that, I could maybe get there. But like, there's sometimes I can't just be like, oh, it's a comic book movie. I'm just fine with it. There there were too many moments in this movie where I'm just like, I can't I can't get behind some of this stuff. I think I think the mask thing is a little different though, right? Because like obviously Winter Soldier, they had already done that. Right. They, at some point when when we kind of started to figure maybe it's her well and that's fair but I, I mean i didn't personally right but i'm just saying as far as repeating the same kind of plot at the point it'd be ridiculous but Drakeoff immediately knowing right away it's, that's a good you know kind of a twist for me yeah it, th- that's yeah. those those are the few of the things where it's like those are major turns in the plot and the way you did it was cheap to me it's like I, I don't like I like I accept it. This is a superhero world. I accept it, but you didn't earn that for me. And like I'm not really fond of the way you did the, like, a couple of those things. It just it just didn't bother me at at all. Yeah. I wouldn't say I liked it, but like I was just it was kind of like numb to it. I think too easy for um, me. I just don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I just it, it it rubbed me the wrong way for sure. With with Taskmaster and Rashawn, any thoughts there on Taskmaster? Um, I, I'm similar to John, where it's like. No, I don't have it. No, I don't have a pain on Taskmaster. No, 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 I think about it. <laughs> I think I think with Taskmaster, the thing that this movie's job really was to push the MCU forward. This is clearly, um, and we know this now because we know more about this next project. But this was clearly a whole bunch of uh, Thunderbolts set up, also. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna get more more Taskmaster there, and, and maybe they can. I mean, I know you know as time goes on people's thoughts on the MCU is getting lower and lower, but may- maybe there's a chance for, for some redemption there. Um, but I feel like in the movie, uh, the Tasmans served, served their purpose, served their purpose, but the whole reveal about it being the daughter the whole time, like, I don't know if if, if the writers thought that was supposed to, like, mean something that didn't really mean they were, anything. They were to be like, <gasps> we knew, yeah, like, like, we knew, we knew it was somebody. We, yeah. knew that we knew there was going to be a reveal the way they kept using that character sparingly, and, like, you get to the point where it's like, right. There's like who else could it be? Like it's it's the dude's daughter. Yeah. Like, like this whole yeah. movie is about like, Rogers, yeah no like the, the whole the whole movie is about women who are like widows and they're super like combat trained. Like it's going to be the guy's daughter. Like it was so obvious and you know mm-hmm. and the fact that she also survived when the biggest plot point of the movie was that he survived and was like what are we doing? I yeah. I didn't like he he's a guy who like just clearly. It, like hates everyone and you know it seems particularly women so to me i was like why why would he care about his daughter no offense like it just he's not a guy so like that didn't mean anything to me i felt like taskmaster was an okay villain i wish they almost would have just used a different moniker and maybe that would have helped but like at the end of the day what are we talking about we're i think we're kind of splitting hairs um right. 
I think yeah, that... MCU MCU villains being bad or mid at this point, it's par for the like whatever. Move on, like you know that, that that's how I feel. I don't I don't have a I don't have a thought, but I I am curious to see what happens with the character now moving forward, if if anything. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's my last thought on it. I'm with you. Um, I think that moment for me. Uh, which I'm going to come back and get everyone's moment. Uh, but it's, it's Yelena falling through the ceiling there and doing the, the Natasha move. Right. And then just being like, Oh, gross. Like that's, that's so perfect. Um, it just happens, you know, uh, you make fun of it, but there it is. Um, fast forward to, to the very end. And we we're seeing, uh, in the post credit scene there, um, just kind of a tender moment there with Yelena at Natasha's grave. And man, that that gravestone hit hard. To see the words "daughter," "sister," and "avenger" there were just beautiful, and I think they nailed that. Uh, they really struck that chord, even though we know that she's gone and has been for a few years in in the real world in our timeline. Um, that, that was that was still really uh, impactful. And then we get the Hawkeye tease with Julia Louis Dreyfus, Elaine Bettis. Oh my <laughs> gosh, um, I loved Hawkeye by the way. Oh my gosh, that series. Uh, but. Uh, I think that was a really nice way to to tease a Disney Plus series as we were just starting up with those, and uh, you know get a new character as well who was going to mean something in in uh, a recurring role, we'll say. So that's that's kind of what I I had in terms of notes here. What favorite non-title character? I think I think it's an obvious one for all of us. So there's there's a few you could list, but um, why don't, why don't we reverse it? Let's go. To, let's go to Rashawn first. Um, it's a tie. Um, I'll leave someone else to talk about um, about uh, Elena. Um, but uh, David Harbor, man, that this dude. Any project he's in at this point, I'm just like, I'm just like, sign me up. Just his the. I feel like um, I know from a. I know some folks are sick of the the mcu like like jokes um i don't know but he he in this movie that wasn't the problem the jokes weren't the problem in this movie for me um and i think i think he carries a lot of that um and like we kind of talked about already just the the fake the fake steve rogers rivalry it's just so oh, it's so good his <laughs> accent is yeah. so yeah yeah, that accent, yeah, yeah, yeah everything I, Everything about him. He so he would be my pick too. Um, actually, Rashawn, I um, uh, I'm with you. Anything David Harbor like got to get involved in. He's just uh, he's must watch TV. He's so much and fun. I, and he's someone again. I'm not. Am I clamoring for Thunderbolts? No. But am I excited to see more David Harbor in this role? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Hundred yes. percent. Probably you know, the most exciting thing about that project for me, to be honest. Uh, I agree. He um with the the humor element that that you mentioned too Rashad I've always been convinced that people don't that don't like the humor in the MCU I'm like you just don't like fun but who am I to say uh they definitely nail the humor in this movie it's one of the better parts of it for sure JT uh favorite non-title character for you I'm gonna cheat a few times I'm sorry so can I do my my moment sure with my okay uh so Red Guardian too I'm I'm just gonna say that he's my favorite my moment with him though (laughs) Is him trying to show his emotion to Natasha through the earpiece, <laughs> and her not having it was just perfect to me. Yeah. And then, well, well, first doing it in the jail cell, right? So doing it twice, back to back, 
I just loved it. It was this the best moment for me. <laughs> Character, hundred percent. And then cheating again, <laughs> yeah. uh, Elena. I have to mention Elena again. Like she, I genuinely think she can be a centerpiece of the MCU, just like Scarlet Joe was. Right? Um, you know, she's char- charismatic. She gives a little bit of that spunk at the character, and I, I really hope she is going centerpiece going forward. But um, I, a little side note too. I'm very excited to see. Uh, Winter Soldier and Red Guardian interact in Thunderbolts. And they're just like the polar opposite of each other. And I know Red Guardian is going to make a Winter Soldier specifically and be like, oh, I use you all the time or something. I don't even know. Right. But I yeah. just, I'm really excited. I'm with Rashawn. I can't wait for Thunderbolts for that. 100%. And John, if you want to mix in um, favorite non title character in that moment. Yeah, it's got to be Yelena. I th- for me, it's like, you know, Florence Pugh is is one of the, the best actors of like this young generation. Every Everything she's in, I'm just a huge fan of. I just watched uh, uh, Don't Worry Darling, and that movie wasn't very good. It was, the movie's not very good, but she's incredible in it. So it's like, it's worth the watch. Like, her performance is so cool that like I buy into that world a little bit more. And that's so much, like, it, that's so true with this movie. Um, I don't, I don't really like this movie that much, but she, in her relationship with Natasha, like it really, really makes it like at least worth a watch for me. Um, I honestly, I don't, I don't have a moment. I really, I, there's nothing. I don't have a moment. I don't know. I really don't. I can't think of anything. I can't think of Yo, something. I, that tried, like, I tried thinking, John, I, I was, I was dreading that this I'm part so, of the show. Cause I, I was, I laid in bed in the credits. I'm like. I don't have a moment. I don't man. like. I'm not trying to. I'm thinking. I'm not trying to. I really, I really not. You know, have energy thing. That could be yours right there. Just Joe mentioned. That's funny. Yeah, that, 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 that's a cool line. Come yeah. on. It, no, nothing Come jumped on. out to me in this movie that much where I, I felt like it's worth mentioning. I think. I think the lines are what make it great, right? Like maybe it's not great. It's just the, the, to Rashawn's point. It's just there's. It's funny throughout. It can keep you entertained. Enough action, it, right? I mean, there's it, it paces well too. Like it, it, it paces like well. It, over, yeah, it does. It overstates well. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with all of that. But to me, all of that is just like so averagely done. Like it's just so fine. All of that is like watchable. Yes, I, I, that that's my that's my like, feeling. I feel fine. I feel that way about the stuff that is perceived to be negative. I'm I where you guys it's like it, you don't hold the weight for the good stuff i don't hold the weight for the bad stuff so to speak in this so it's right. an interesting dichotomy yeah I guess. I, I, that's fine well, that's, that's a cool place to be um what i know usually negative as hell so i'll take it yeah i know it's all yeah we'll <laughs> take it. what uh why don't we say we rank these i, th- I think we've gotten through everything here all right this goes. <laughs> let's do it let's pull up the ranks um before, yeah, I mean, you before we rank this movie we we have we have some rearranging to do. We, if you don't know, we've got a little feature of this show. It used to be called a snap, where you can snap a movie and switch them, put a poll up. I'm not going into the whole spiel. We've done it too many dang times. Uh, <laughs> JT, now we call them blips. We're post we're post end game. The snaps are a thing of the past. We get three more blips uh, from here on out, where we can try to affect mm-hmm. the rankings. JT used one of his blips. Uh, right now we have Far From Home at 11. That was the last movie we did. We put that at 11. Um, and Winter Soldier behind that at 12. Um, JT God. JT was not a fan of that. He wanted, uh, he wanted to use one of his blips to see if Winter Soldier could hop over Far From Home. And he was successful. So uh, we're going to move Far From Home to 12 and Winter Soldier to 11. And those are the updated rankings. What's Congratulations. What's we got... No, we don't want to tell you. We got ten, the majority of votes, which was six. Ten is Age, Iron of, Man. Ten is Age of Ultron. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So. Oh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. We're we're twenty three movies in here. Um, I'm still gonna go through them for the audio listeners. I'll go through the list. I'll go through it real yep. quick. Uh, number one, Endgame. Two, Infinity War. Three, Ragnarok. Four, Civil War. Five, Homecoming. Six, Guardians Volume Two. Seven, Black Panther. Eight, Guardians. Nine, The Avengers. Ten, Age of Ultron. Eleven, Winter Soldier. Twelve, Far From Home. Thirteen, Iron Man. Fourteen, Iron Man Three. 15, Ant-Man, 16, Doctor Strange, 17, Iron Man 2, 18, Captain Marvel, 19, Captain America, First Avenger, 20, Thor, 21, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 22, Thor, The Dark World, and 23, The Incredible Hulk. Um, I am going to give myself an early out here. Because I'm gonna let you guys kind of decide a bit more of the fate of this movie. I am not putting it above Ant-Man and the Wasp at 21. This is my third from the bottom movie. I have this above The Incredible Hulk or The Dark World. It goes below Ant-Man and the Wasp for me. So I know that's a very low place to start. Usually, wow. we, usually we, nego- we negotiate where it should be higher. Right now. You knock on my door and you say, John, you want to watch Ant-Man 2? Yes. John, you want to watch Thor? Yes. John, you want to watch Captain America First Avenger? Captain Marvel? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Let's do that. Black Widow? Not really. I'm all right. I'll pass. I'm good. I, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm good. You, you, just wa- you just watched it. That's why. But even without that filter, like, I'm <laughs> I mean, good. I know, I, know, I, know, I know what you mean. I'm being a jerk. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, you asked me that question, and I'm, I'm answering the same thing. I'll, I'll watch it over. I'll, I'll go over The Incredible Hulk. I'll go over Thor The Dark World. Well, I, I like Scott Lang too much to to put this above that movie. So, you guys, let me know where you're at. Let's. Uh, I mean, who wants to start? I mean, like, let's. Who who would put it above Ant Man and the Wasp? Let's let's just start there, I guess. I would. I think I would. I think all I three would. of you. Okay. What about Thor, the first Thor movie? Yes. Yes. Y'all have the first Thor movie a little low for me, but really? I, in, in the con in the context of the list, just thinking about the list. Uh, and remember it has to be a majority so once someone bows right. out that's where this movie lands yep. mm, nah I can't go above Thor nah I can't I think that's where Whoa. I stop yeah, I, I, that's more a flaw with our list and my personal opinion than yeah. a reflection See, of Thor versus Black Widow but I, 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 can't, I can't go that, ahead that's, I can't go ahead of Thor. That's the nature of the beast. That's what it, that's yeah. what a group ranking this is, is all about. There's plenty of things that I'll, I'll be like, yes, I want, you know, there's movies that are three below one that I think yeah. it's higher than. Like, that's just the way it's going to happen. Um, but a group list and I is... I think in our review, I was higher on Thor 1 than I think the two of uh, Joe and, and John anyway. But but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop there. I'm not going above Thor. Okay, so that's where it locks in. I'm curious, though. I do want to see how high JT and uh, Josiah would have taken it. Where do you think with this list? I don't know if you guys have it up visually. It's on. It's on the stream right now, but I don't know how high you would take it. What do you What do you guys think? What? Could, what? What's next? So Just you got treat you, it you, like that. Sure, you got. You have got Thor next. Okay. Yeah, we we both said yes. I would have done Thor. Ca- Captain America one. Yep. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Oh, wait. I would have stopped right there. So you would have put it above Cap one, below Captain Marvel. Yep. Below Captain Marvel. Yep. Uh, so do we have Captain Marvel then Iron Man 2? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I would have gone above Captain Marvel, but not Iron Man 2. Okay. So we're not incredibly we're, far off. We're, 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 we're at the, we're four, we're three or four movies apart. That's not, that's not, that's not too crazy. 
No. But this this is where I think it makes sense to land, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's a movie I'm not going to say, hey, you need it's that good. Yeah. But I can watch it and enjoy it every time I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, hundred percent. It doesn't. Uh, land, I think everything we there. said individually throughout the whole episode is super accurate in these rankings. Sure. John had yep. it pretty low. Rashad had it just a little bit higher. JT had it the next up, and then I would have had it just a, yeah. almost yeah. to the middle. That might be the first time the ranking like per, like perfectly uh, reflected our opinions throughout the show. Because usually we kind of right. come to like, we're we're pretty close with the consensus. Like we you know as as much yeah. as we look back upon these these rankings, we're like, well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Most of the time, we're we're moving these movies up together for a while. So for it's sure, for it's sure. interesting. Um, yeah, to me. I think that it's going to be in the, the bottom four spot for a while. I don't know what else. Um, I'm, there's I'm, some, movie, there's some MCU movies that came out after that. I, are worse. I, I'm telling you right now, there's one movie that's going right to the bottom of the goddamn list, and it better start there and yeah. stay there. If any of you, I will blip, I will snap a thousand times if it goes anywhere near anything. Incredible Hulk better be above. Yeah, yeah because I, you get a thousand snaps. I can't believe yes. I can't believe Wakanda, Wakanda Forever was that bad, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, the list makes Love sense to me at this, at this moment. Yo, real talk, the first Hulk movie is better than Love and Thunder. There, I said yep. it. I said, I said yes, it. yes. I said, it. I said it. I'm not. Yep. Yes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going there. I don't know. Yes. It's, I've Wait, only seen. Time out. Time out. We have Thor: The Dark World ahead, of, ahead of. Where is Thor: The Dark World ranked? One. One. It's the second last movie. It's one ahead of Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, they're they're so interchangeable. I mean, okay. you were okay. on. You were on for that, were you? I, I was. I was. I just. Yeah, I, I just forgot that you had said it at twenty. Okay. I think we came down to the fact that like. Thor the Dark World at least felt like an MCU movie and we got more of the Thor we liked we got more Loki and like we, we got more of the MCU yeah. that we were kind of like we're starting to fall in love with where the Incredible right. Hulk just felt so detached I think that's kind of what we really were with the, I don't really hate Dark World at all to be honest I, I, and it's I, funny I, if I think I, I don't hate it like I like the idea of watching the Incredible Hulk it's never ever my first choice but yeah. like even though it's just like you said separated or detached is maybe a good word to, to use it doesn't feel like an MCU movie no, it doesn't. And it came out so close, really, in the scheme of things, to when the original Avengers came out. Uh, but it's interesting well, to look back. Iron Man. On. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. In this, that and Iron Man were in theaters together. Correct. But that, that was a little like, before they had like all the wheels moving. Like those were separate projects. And they're like, you know yeah, what? What if yeah. we kind of just like tied them together? Let's let's get Nick Fury in at the end here. You know. Yeah. In the scheme of things, it's it's impressive that they've really had a, a lot of continuity in terms of actors and actresses throughout this. You know. Yeah. For um, sure. He's obviously a prominent one, but. Man, that's pretty Ooh. good. Um, with the Hulk, he's on a different Hulk. Yes, different Hulk. I thought you were saying that the he was a the same actor throughout. I, I misunderstood. I no, guess. I'm saying that is the except. That's like the exception. Oh, whereas, the whereas rest, nobody else, got right? It, got it. The it's, rest it, of got the it. prominent characters are yep. pretty much all there. Like or, they, yeah. they rarely did a recasting, and not any anywhere close to as significant as that. I one. think. I think. And then uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah. Uh, right. Yep. I think it's Hulk. Yeah. Hulk and Rhodey. That's it. Yeah. And, and now, now we're all the way back at the beginning. That's different, obviously. Yep. Correct. Yep. So. All right, kind of a, a you know good discussion here on this episode of MCU Reviewed. We'll uh, we'll wrap things up here. Uh, John, if you like video games and you like the Geekiverse, what show should you be watching? It's Busy Sticks, baby. It's our it's our all mm-hmm. video game podcast. Uh, we've been itching to get one in. Uh, scheduling's we got been a little stuff to talk. We about. got some stuff to talk about. Scheduling's been tough, but there also hasn't been a game release. 
Um, and now today Final Fantasy is out. So it's like, I'm not too mad at the fact that we missed a couple of weeks here. Cause now we can kind of all play Final Fantasy, get some impressions in. We come back maybe next week. We talk about the state of the industry, which is sort of in shambles at the moment with the layoffs and things like that. Um, but I think it's a, I think it was probably a kind of a good time to take a break from talking about games and let, let's bring it together with something positive like Final Fantasy. So yeah, have a ton of to get there. So, that's also no, true and that, yeah no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that backlog has been uh you know the name of the game for me in 2024 uh but yes busy sticks uh on youtube on podcast services around the world get it it's a it's, it's a fun time i couldn't agree more um jt we've, we've got some interesting mcu movies coming up next we're going to be talking about shang chi we've got eternals wow. we've got spider-man oh my gosh oh, we got Shang-Chi yeah, Shang-Chi's next. next. Oh, I'm oh, so man. excited for that. I've only Dang, seen that I'm once. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I've what? only seen it once, too, and I might not even be uh, able to be a part of that show, depending on the day of the week, but I might just watch it just because. Just because I'll watch it. <laughs> watch it yeah, 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 the business these bros want to double up, I'll, I'll do it. That's yeah, one that I that I do want to watch again. Me, too. Um, in terms of, yeah, well, okay, that's exciting. That's exciting. Spoiler alert, I love that movie. That is good. I liked it a lot when I first saw it. So There's some it's, it's, very good stuff to pick going apart up there in that one. list. In case, I, in case I can't be on the show, I think it's fair to say it is the best for me, best post Endgame movie. And I don't, I don't even think it's close. What? Just in I, case I'm not on the show. No way Spider-Man. home. Uh, Shang Chi's better. Yeah. And it's not even close. What? Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Okay. Crazy. I would say, yeah, I would say not even close. If not one, if, if, if one's a nine point five, <laughs> the other, if one's a nine point five, I'm throwing out numbers. If one's a nine point five, the other's like a nine point two five. It's close. Got it. But, you forgot, you forgot about Spider Man for a second. You forgot I about Spider Man for a second. I did. <laughs> Cause Sony be on their own thing, but that's in the MCU. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that as a clip. I'm so sorry. The way Rashad just went. <laughs> okay, 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 hang on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I will say, I mean, it's, it's realistic. You know, we'll talk about this in future episodes. It's between Shang-Chi and No Way Home for me. And I, I can, I can argue yeah, Shang-Chi. Yeah. I could definitely argue. There's no argument for me, but I appreciate that, JT. Yeah, we we could usually we usually don't go into too many like you know we don't go into conjecture about future movies. But I got the list up. I just happened to have it because I was curious. I I could be I could be swayed to put Wakanda forever above Shang Chi. But hey, I've only seen both of them once, so I can't wait to rewatch them. Most. Most of the movies to... we're going to be talking about, I have only seen once. Right. Uh, well, if we are, we're catching same. up, boys. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I am, we're I trucking not, our way towards not, Deadpool 3 here. I have not been doing rewatches really since, honestly, Dude. since the end of Endgame. I've been, it's been one and done for me. It's been theater, and that's it until. Yeah. And now I'm back on the show, so now I'll get some second sure. watches in. But, I'm excited. I'm yeah. very excited. I hope we can keep up this pace and, you know, like like uh, Joe says, get there before Deadpool 3 and, and get caught up. That'd be That'd be fun. Yeah. It's crazy. We have both Quicksilvers on the show. Uh, Rashawn, how do I beat Sephiroth here as, a, as I go to finish this so I can get to <laughs> put Rebirth? It, put it on easy. Oh, I don't uh, want to yeah. do that. Yeah, you, you, have end, no, you, can't, you got the end now. You can't do it. You can't do yeah, it. I, I can't. At that point, I wouldn't do it either. Uh, well, we're almost there. We're, we're going to go play some Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Can't wait to do that. For John, for JT, Mr. Rashad, I am Josiah. Thanks for catching up with us on this episode of MCU Reviewed. We'll catch you next time for Shang-Chi. Have a wonderful rest of your week.